Is it that people are just born geniuses? Or can we do something about it? Who is the person who succeeds? There are those who are willing to struggle. And there are those who have had an easy life. It's alright if the moment a difficulty comes, give up. So, this message is very important. See, this cult of genius is actually very misleading. One poet said, the lives of great men were not made by sudden flight. But while their friends slept, they were toiling upwards in the night. Our genius is 99% perspiration and 1% inspiration. That element of hard work is not highlighted, although it is always there. Now, what is the story about Bill Gates' success? Oh, you know, he just dropped out of college. But let us go back to that story. There is so much more than meets the eye. When Bill Gates was in grade 7, studying in Seattle, he was an exceptionally intelligent child. So his father pulled him out of the school public school and got him admitted in a private school called Lakeside, which was for the elite of Seattle. Now, the parents, the mother's association of the school, they used to do a rummage sale and do charity out of it. So when he was in grade 8, out of their collections, proceeds from the sales, they purchased a computer terminal that was connected to the mainframe computer in Seattle city. In those days, people did not have computers in every house. When I was doing engineering, I'm talking about 77 to 82. In IIT, there used to be one computer in one computer center. And we used to run there with programs that were, you know, on cards. They were punched on cards in zeros and ones and we used to take that. But Bill Gates in the year 1968, in grade 8, he got access to a computer terminal. So he says that me and my friends, we just pounced on this computer room and day night we would keep on programming. But time sharing, because the terminal was doing time sharing with the mainframe, was very expensive. And whatever money the mothers had put ran out quickly. So they put in some more, but that also ran out. What to do now? Fortunately for Bill Gates and the future Microsoft, there was a company called C-Cube, Computer Center Corporation. And this company came to know of these children who were doing coding practice. So they said, look, we will give you free computer time on our computer on the condition that you will check our programs. The Bill Gates and friends, they latched onto this opportunity and they got hundreds of hours of more practice until the C-Cube Corporation went bankrupt. <laughs> Bill Gates was despondent what to do. There was another company called Information Systems Incorporated. ISI. 
and they said look you work with us we want some software prepared for payrolls now you people have become expert with all your practice so again bill gates and his friends got this opportunity and for a few months they were working on the isi computer until he and his friend they stole the password and they crashed the system and then they were kicked out so now what to do at the university of washington they came to know that the computer center which used to stay open 24 hours would give free access from 3 in the morning to 6 in the morning so those 3 hours they started using and bill gates says that is why i am so charitable to the university of washington because i used their computer free at that time and then a company approached them called twr they said look we want some software developed for power plants if you do it for the summers we will help you out so again bill gates got access to computer and what was the consequence of all of this by the time he reached harvard he had already put in 10000 hours of practice on the computer so his genius there did not invalidate the 10000 hour rule only it is not mentioned in the stories there is one society called TIMSS trends in mathematics and science studies so this society what it does is it does a survey of mathematics and science studies around the world and they came across a very interesting thing you know students around the world participates in the maths olympiad So they added a 120-page questionnaire that every participant must fulfill. Only then they can take the Olympiad. And the questionnaire is so long that children they answer some questions, they don't answer some questions, they get fed up of it. But what these researchers discovered was in some countries the children answer all the questions and then go to the maths olympiad in some countries they answer less questions like in america they only answer 80 of the questions forget it but the interesting thing they discovered is in those countries where they answer all the questions which have got nothing to do with mathematics they are only lifestyle questions they are also best at mathematics in other words the children from singapore from hong kong from china from korea from taiwan they would answer all the questions and they were also performing best at the math olympiad now children from usa they don't win the international math olympiad they don't also answer all the questions what is the correlation they discovered the correlation is your mentality your attitude there are those who are willing to struggle if the going gets tough then the tough get going 
This is the culture in which they have been brought up. Work hard, persist, persevere. And there are those who have had an easy life. It's all right. If the moment a difficulty comes, give up. So these countries, the culture, the students have been taught that hard work is the key. So when they find these 120 page could not daunt it, they go on and answer it. And the same virtue helps them in maths. When the problem comes, they keep on at it until they get the solution. And that student who said, who will answer this? When they find a difficult rider in mathematics again, they say, who will answer this? So what you need to succeed then is the quality of perseverance. If you wish to awaken your best self, it is not an overnight thing. Today you were a sinner and tomorrow you become a saint. You will have to plod your way up to that point. In this process, there are many times you will fall. Many times you will fail. So, who is the person who succeeds? Who understands how to take failures in stride. We are teaching children to succeed. We are not teaching them how to tolerate failure. And the moment they fail, so many personalities are so fragile, they crumple. That is why Saint Kabir said, Sona Sajjana Sadhujan Tute Jode Sobar Gold The saintly people and good people, you break them a hundred times, they will join again. Durjan Kumbh Kumar Ke Eke Karadharar Evil people and the potter's pot, you smash them once and they are gone. So, in this journey, if we wish to succeed, we will need the quality of perseverance. There is in America an academy called West Point Military Academy of the United States. You've heard of it? It's a very elite academy. It is far easier to get into Harvard and Stanford than to get into West Point. Because to get into Harvard and Stanford, you don't need to do push-ups and pull-ups. But in West Point, starting from grade 8, everything is counted. And you need a senator's recommendation if your application is to be even considered. So everybody who applies is a captain of some sport in their school team or the other. And they receive every year 14,000 applications. Out of which they are then narrowed down to 4,000. Out of which finally they are narrowed down to 2,400 and only 1,200 are given admission. So once admitted into first year, in the first two months, eight weeks, they are subjected to a strenuous program called the BEAST. And 25% of the students drop out in that program. 
So psychologists always wondered that they tried for four years. And after four years, they got admission. And then within two months, they dropped out. What was the personality defect that made them drop out? Or what is the virtue required to succeed in this? Is it correlated to the intelligent? They found out it has got nothing to do with their SAT scores or any other scores. Or their whole candidate's performance etc. It has got nothing to do with their physical strength or their sports abilities. Then it has got to do with only one thing. Your grit, your perseverance. Your ability to carry on despite difficulties, despite hardships, as you move on and on and on to succeed. See, what is the difference between the winner and the loser? The loser loses four times and gives up. The winner also kept losing 11 times but succeeded in the twelfth time. So, this message is very important. To succeed in life, you have to learn to handle failure. You have to learn to handle problems. <laughs>